Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Oh, baby, here we are. It's Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. We are live and direct. We're about a month and a half overdue. But rest assured, you have to see 285 this weekend. But all of that means nothing because we actually have our uh, our after action report slash sit down with the one and only um, the Crimson Chin. I believe some people have called you. I feel like that's the one that's sticking. That's a pretty good one. Uh, you know. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I know you're just, you're cool with Drew. I know we were at Donut there for a while, but, you know, Drew, Drew works for me. How are you, buddy? It's good to see you, man. It's fantastic. I mean, uh, definitely uh, healed up since our original appointment. Mm-hmm. So not coming in with uh, all the black eyes that I decided to uh, showcase in January. Yep. But uh, other than that, feeling good. Uh, was uh, talking up and down as uh, who I was, I was going to fight, the who, when, and where. Uh, we finally agreed on something, so I'm pretty excited about it. Are you going to tell me this time? I mean, unfortunately, dude, like dude, uh, dude. I said yes about an hour and a half ago, and I was told that he said yes as well, so we got ourselves a fight, but uh, I'm not allowed to say it just quite yet. Dude, come, listen, this is what we do This every time. Every time <laughs> this is what happens. You get a fight announcement, and you're like, hey, I got a fight, and I'm like, cool, man. Are you going to tell me who it is? And you're like, we'll see. And then every time it's, it's not, I, I just can't let's, let's do this. How about you tell me, and then you can tell me right here and I won't tell anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will tell anybody. I mean, else. So I, I can give you some tips. It's definitely not a fighter that, uh, that we were looking for or, okay. or aiming at, but it's going to be a fun fight. Uh, okay. this, this, this guy's uh he's an entertaining fighter. Um, and it's going to be in front of a crowd. So those two things alone, I'm all stoked. Okay, so can you give me the date? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I can't get the date. All right, can we do? Can we do like something where like it's a blink once if I'm close, blink twice if it's no. Yeah, but what if I have dry eyes? Then you're going to get the Come wrong on, reading. Those, those things are like glistening. Just you know. Those are not dry eyes. I, I, you know who I thought it was when you you, you told me you had a fight. I thought, I thought it might be Garam. Oh yeah, that would be a good one. But no. Wow. wow. Yeah, no, that, that that would be a good one. Okay. Um, this guy's kind of riding some hype right now. Riding some hype. Yeah. It's not yeah. you. It's three 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 knockouts in a row. I mean, there's not a lot of people who are out there with a lot of hype. Yeah. I mean, okay. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Are they? Are they in front of you or behind you as far as rankings go? Oh, behind me. 
And that was kind of like my, like, wasn't the guys we were looking for, right. but uh, I'm not above fighting anybody. So. I know you're not. I know you're not. And you want fans. So, unfortunately, if we're looking at the rankings, he's not there. Okay. Dude, tell me it's Joel Alvarez. Joel Alvarez. I was actually a guy I was looking to fight, too. But now we're getting now we're getting close, so I don't know if we can continue this conversation because right. you've named two guys that were on top of my head. So I'm like, ooh, listen, he's, I, he's, he's gonna he's you're gonna say it out loud once, and I'm gonna have to like, oh uh, no. I mean, I, I'm, I won't I won't keep doing that to you. I'm gonna let me let me do one more, okay? Let me just yeah. do, I'll do one more, and then we'll move on to actual conversation, okay? Because I I need this. I I just need now it I'm just... intrigued who you want me to fight, <laughs> bro, bro. I tell you all the time who I want you. To fight. <laughs> All right, one more. Who is it? Literally, man. I, I, you got to get me with Vayner Media, man. I'm all I'm doing is just freaking making fights for you. That's literally all I'm doing. All right. So it's it's not Garam, it's not Jalen, and it's somebody behind you. Okay. All right, I can get on board with it. not somebody you were looking at, and somebody with some hype. Oh man, if I had to guess, which is exactly what I'm doing. Um, dude, really, honestly, man, the only other person that makes sense. Here? You're scrolling through the rankings right now, aren't you? I just well, because I, I had everybody in front, so I you know I I don't know mm-hmm. who's necessarily behind you as far, and I'm just doing like the world MMA rankings here. To be honest with you, um, I don't think you're going to go this far back. Uh, I mean, I mean, it'll be fun if you do. So it's not Garam, it's not Joel. I know you talked about fighting Tiago Moises before too. Oh yeah. It's not it's not Tiago though. It's not Tiago. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's no. no. That was the last one. I know. All right, but the so first two were good. Tiago, so it's got to be Suruki, and I'm excited. I don't know if I'd be yeah, super excited to fight him. Like he's got those. He's got that interesting ground game that's unique. But uh, yeah. All right. So well, you you and Armand Suruki, and when's that happening? I mean, I was actually I was just uh, talking to my wife about this. Uh, like. <laughs> So uh, this is kind of a long explanation, but uh, man, I've been having problems with guys trying to get a fight with me. Yeah, like I've ha- I've heard the word no so many times. Right. Uh, my my thing is like these le- ranked lightweights have been acting like toddlers. Right. They like playing games, and no is their favorite word. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but man, Armand, I ran into him at a Las Vegas at the Performance Institute. Okay. And uh, he's like, oh, so like, what's next with you? And I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm looking for a fight. And he's like, why not me? I was like, good for you. Like the only man to just say yes right in right. front of my face. <laughs> right. So. so, but I mean, he's looking at Michael Chandler. He's trying to fight uh, Tony Ferguson. I think, uh, I think the money kind of like replaced my name in his mouth, but uh, it should happen soon. I'm sure. Well, let, me, let me, let me knock like this Connor. next guy out and then Armand will be interested again. Okay. All right. Well, Chandler's getting Connor, which. You know, I don't. I'm not mad at him for getting the payday. Truth be told, I'm just going to say it now. I don't think Connor shows up to that fight. I don't think that fight happens for for Chandler. But oh, I never really thought about that, but that's a good point. I don't think it happens. I I, I think I'll be ready. I see, and I and I'm ready for you to be ready. I'm ready for you to be ready. As soon as they as soon as they let me know what date they're fighting, I'll train for that date. Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, okay, let's answer. Let's ask this little roundabout question. Is the date for the fight that you're not telling me about for some reason? Is that is that does that coincide with your timeline of fighting before the baby? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh uh, man, it was because uh, you you get the like the the deep stories, right? Which is right. man, I just went on a walk with my wife, and I was like, God, 
the UFC better not offer me a fight like late May because what if the baby comes out early? Like right. I'll no show the fight. Okay, <laughs> like, it's my first baby. Second that's one, I don't need to see it. But the first one, is, <laughs> and then what if we schedule a fight like in July? That means yeah. when the, the baby's like full, like not sleeping and we're both taking care of it, I'm going to be in training camp. Like both of those sound like horrible options. So yeah. I, I text my manager. I'm like, any any news on who we're fighting in, in April? And you know, like, what's happening? And then he uh, called me back and said we got something. So okay, so April, awesome. Okay, I can dig that. I can dig that. See, we'll get there eventually. I'll get to the bottom of this. Then, so let me ask you this: We talked about you. How how's your wife? How's baby? How how is all that going on? Because truthfully, you you know that's that's chief you know, yeah. number one thing going on. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. And man, she's a champ. Uh, I mean, I, I hear all these stories of like pregnancy, but yeah. and she's not living up to these stories. Like she's a, she's a killer. She's currently doing pregnancy yoga downstairs and hitting yeah. a foam roller. Just, she's, she's just acting like a professional athlete right now. So props awesome. to her. Now I got to step up my game. Yeah. So are, have you started down the path of names yet? Yes. Yeah, so Ooh, we have decided bro. that we're going to have, uh, Sonia Dober. Sonia. Okay. Sonia. How, how are we spelling it? With a Y. Oh, I, that's the way to do Like Sonia Blade from Mortal Kombat. Exactly. And I'm okay, so okay. glad my wife doesn't know that video game or she would have hated the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I think it's a beautiful name. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Good. Good. I, I commend you for telling people because my first child that I had was is, is a girl. And um, we told people the first name that we decided on. And my mom... Uh, I think it's the first time I've ever talked about my mother on the show is the type of pending grandparent that was like saying the name over and over again. So then like two months out from the baby getting here, my wife was like, we have to change the name. We can't do this. Your, your mom's driving me nuts with this. So. Did she mispronounce it? I feel like grandparents always mispronounce the name. No, and no, it was, I mean, it was very easy. We were going to go with Natalie and she just kept, she was just driving it into the ground. Admittedly, First grandchild across the board for all grandparents, so everybody was super hyped. Um, but yeah, she drove the name into the ground. So I, I commend you for telling people, man, that's a brave move, um, and I hope it works out for you. <laughs> I mean, like you never know. I still have, you know, was it two more months to change, right? Yeah, but uh, as of now, we're, we're we're committing to something, and then and we're we're living to it. So I'm I'm excited. All right, let's talk about let's let's just pretend we're in a time machine. We'll go back a little bit. Um, you just knocked out Bobby. So mm -hmm. I'm super excited that you just knocked out Bobby. Um, couple notes from the fight right away, dude. He's really fast. He was, he, he was tapping your nose with that jab relentlessly. Piecing me up in that first round. Yeah. What's going on with that? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we knew going into the fight. Uh, so I trained with uh, Lando Venado, who fought him twice. Yeah. And he was like, Bobby is just like, he's hard to hit. He's very elusive. And then, like, the trash talking kind of, like, gets in the way. He was like, you can't headhunt. Like, you got to work from the ground up. And that was our game plan. Work from the ground up. Legs, body, and then head. Okay. Right? But uh, once I got in that fight in that first round, Bobby was just so close to me that I was like, oh, I can just reach out and hit him. Like, he's mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. But he was elusive. Yeah. And he was hard to hit. And that trash talking did do stuff. And so, like, man, it was like I was told, but then it was happening. And, like, halfway in the round, I'm like, oh, Bobby's doing this to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we definitely had to uh, make an adjustment going into the second. But, yeah, props for Bobby. But, like, 
Bobby does that to a lot of people. Like, go yeah. watch his fight with Fazeev. Yeah. Like, he was piecing Fazeev up in that third round. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was rolling. So, all right, so I'm watching the fight, and admittedly, you know, the jab is working rather well. Um I am obviously I don't I don't train fighters for a living, but this what what I was saying to everybody that would listen to me going in is that that you needed to just hit him. It didn't have to be his head, but you needed to just be making contact. It didn't matter if you were taking like a boxing style approach or anything like that. He just needed to continue to feel you throughout, whether you were landing clean or not. Um, mm -hmm. And I, you did a good job. You were touching, and then you started spinning. What was with the spinny stuff? What are we doing right. here with the spinny stuff? All right, all right. That's a so, new wrinkle, and you kept spinning. I was like, one spin. I was like, all right, and then it was like three spins. I was like, what are we doing here? So, what's with the spinny stuff? So, I love spinny stuff. Um, <laughs> like, I'm I'm a black belt in taekwondo. I was a huge fan of the forms and yes, stuff. Yes, and so I'm, I'm I'm like I'm a huge fan, but doesn't work often, right? Mm -hmm. So we had to we had to put that back. So now my spinny stuff, and I I'm gonna say this out loud, and so like I hope future opponents don't hear this, but um. <laughs> So I'll throw like spinny stuff or like ridiculous stuff to loosen up my brain. Uh, and sometimes okay. I'll get so tunnel vision and like, I'm just staring at his chin and like, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to knock him out. Right. And so I have to like relax my mind and be more creative. And so I'll like mm -hmm. touch their leg or throw a spinny thing. All of is it, all it is, is just to like sprinkle in a, I don't care. Like okay. just loosen up the brain. Okay. So that and and against Bobby, I had to do it three times because man, his chin was so close and I couldn't hit it, and like yeah. it was distracting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, we had one spin. I was like, okay, all right, all right, and two, and I was like, well, I'm gonna need you to stop spinning, and then we just kept. I was like, but all right, but no, it looked. Listen, it worked out well. So then round two, we start putting it on and we're hitting them, and then, it, I mean, the, it, you were frustrated at a certain point. There was a little bit of frustration that was coming through. But once you started setting the traps and he was getting, he was having a hard time circling off the cage. Did you feel like it was an inevitability before you you, you laid him down? Uh, no, I felt like I was in a better position in the second round mm -hmm. with like all the adjustments that we made. I, I knew I was in a better position, and then the the finishing sequence, like I got in the pocket and I was like, "Oh, we're in my pocket now," so I'm going to try to stay in it as long as possible. And uh, I was able to uh, hit him with that left hand and, and put him away. But man, uh, that I was surprised. Bobby's hard to knock out. Dude, he is. He is. What did he say? I mean, he like you put him down, and then he got up and came back to it really quick, and then obviously you guys had some words afterwards. Um, you know, you, or not words, but like you spoke back and forth. I mean, he seemed he seemed to be in relatively good spirits despite everything that happened. I mean, was there anything else to that? I mean, what did you guys talk about? Oh, yeah, he was just expressing his disappointment, like, ah, oh, man, I, I I thought I had it. Right. And uh, we were just kind of joking around about it because uh, – so Bobby and I, we've wanted to fight each other for the last couple of years. Right. And uh, we're really cool. Like, we like each other. And a uh, little side note, too, uh, after we got out of the cage, uh, he's like, hey, man, like, uh, here's my number. Call me tomorrow. I was like, everything is okay? He's like, yeah, just give me a call. So we talked on an hour uh sunday morning after the fight just okay. talking about like what we were doing training for each other what we saw in the fight how we think we can get better like it was a super productive conversation with a, a very recent opponent and so right. man bobby's a world-class person and a super nice guy uh once you get past his antics yeah <laughs> yes absolutely so one thing i did notice after the fight man i mean 
I'm just I'm not gonna sound like a hipster here, but you know, we, we you're kind of big deal around here for a long time, man. We've, got, we've been, you know, had your earmark as 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 the guy to watch. I will say I had it was like a big brother kind of moment. I felt good. You knocked out Bobby, man. Then you're on Helwani, you're doing all kinds of other shows, and you know, you it's like I get joy in seeing a lot of people starting to come over to the Drew Dober hype train. I'm like, come on, man, y'all just come on, come on board. We're happy to have you. Um, well, I'm just trying to make that bus really pretty. Dude, you know, come, I mean, come hop on this bus and this train. <laughs> dude, I love it. And what I think is great, man, is that the the Patty thing has really kind of caught some hype. You and I have been talking about that for the better part of a year now. Uh, our buddy James over at Strictly MMA made that graphic of you and Patty facing off. And, dude, that thing went all over the internet. And here we are, dude. It continues to have legs. Did that ever actually have legs other than just the internet wanting it to? Or was there was there any talk about that at all? It was me aggressively pursuing fights. <laughs> it was like if Patty and like I, I've I've you know come to terms with the fact that Patty's just the Jake Paul of MMA right now. Yeah. Like you know he's like he's got all that hype and you know uh, followers and he doesn't quite have shown that talent yet. Right. And so like yeah. Like I was just like, I just want to fight so bad. And to be able to fight in England with the crowd that he's going to bring, like, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, like, yeah. But uh, I think it was more hyped because people just want to see me put my hands on them. Yeah. I think, I think, well, it's like when people tune in to see Floyd Mayweather fight or when he was actually fighting real boxers, 50% of the people that tuned in just wanted to see him lose. It wasn't because they thought he was so great. They just wanted to see yeah. him lose. Yeah. I think the very similar situation there. Um, but, Ultimately, like you said, it's just not a smart business move for him. But it, what is a smart business move is knocking people unconscious, which you've done three times in a row now. I mean, when we're going for number four, what day did you say that was? That was April what? Which one? The, the, <laughs> the next one. The, your next fight. What was that? April what? Yeah, it's uh, you know sometime in the next couple of weeks. Oh man, no, dude. I guess I gotta say it was it was I was good. Uh, it was good to see you get get that W. Um, I'll send you the clip. I was on a show doing a live stream with some other friends uh, whenever that fight happened and whenever that knockout. Happened. I need to see it, man. It, it's so cool. Like now I can slightly understand Kanye West quote of like the biggest disappointment is I can't see myself perform live. Right. Which, like, I don't want to see myself like, but just being able to see people's reaction mm -hmm. to like the things that I do in the cage. Like that is one of the coolest things. So like, like I'm going to shout it out to you and everyone listening. Like if you want to send me some Instagram videos of you reacting to my knockouts, like I'm all for it. Yeah. Do you have people that send you stuff like betting slips? Like, Hey dude, you want me a bunch of money and this, that, and the other. Yeah. my response is like, I want to take my 10%. Dude, get some of that. Right. Come on. <laughs> I, was like, I bet on you. And I was like, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't approve of you adding more pressure to the already pressure I have going on. Like, right. So a lot's happened um, since the last time you and I spoke and uh, the lightweight division continues to be, like you said, a group of toddlers that continue to say no. What is your what are your thoughts on the division and where are we because you're going to have the baby and then you're going to disappear for a little bit and then you're going to come back sometime at the end of the summer beginning in the fall. What's the what's the timetable return so we can act? Oh, yeah, we're looking, we're looking at August or September. Okay, so August or September. What do you – obviously, we're going to get this W against Joel Alvarez in um, in April. And uh, 
after that, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll be we'll be coming back in August. What are you hoping to see, and what do you want? Like, how does the lightweight division shake out for you for the rest of twenty twenty three? Uh, we got to see how the pieces move. I mean, this weekend we have uh, a Turner facing Gamrock. Mm. I would love the winner of that fight. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I'm going to start training for the uh, uh, the Connor Chandler replacement. Like mm. that would be a lot of fun. Right. Um, man, like I was super stoked to fight RDA. He wanted to fight me. We agreed to it, but uh, I guess he made the move to 170. So that was a um, thing. So that was a real thing because I talked yeah. about that for forever and was telling you I wanted that. Oh, yeah. That no, was that was a real thing. RDA, RDA and I agreed to fight each other at 170. Like that was, that was a full thing. We both messaged Sean Shelby. Then Sean Shelby said, you're a welterweight and he's a lightweight. That fight doesn't make any sense. And so I went, all right. RDA literally bounces back and forth between 55 and once in yeah like i could fight a former champion and not cut weight like i'm all for that and you're one of the biggest 55ers on the roster what no make my life super easy but Listen, uh do you need me to call sean shelby i will get him on the phone right oh, now. trust me like i mean Ooh. i can show you these messages i was That's like it's just an exciting fight and we both get paid like who cares if it makes sense or not like it makes as much sense as gordon and patty like who cares right oh gosh please don't tell me you're fighting jared gordon no, Bobby Green's fighting Jared Gordon. Oh, that's right. And then Bobby Green's retiring. Uh, I think he's blowing smoke. Like, you think? Okay. Devin Holland retired too. Oh, yeah. Wow. He came back, got that Wonder Boy money. All right. So <laughs> Jalen Turner, <laughs> Matush Gamrot this weekend. Obviously, you won. I mean, you, you, you send Bobby Green into the ether. Then you call out Jalen, actually say his name, Crickets crickets and then he somehow remembers who you are three weeks out from a fight what's what was going on with that how that take out oh man you get you get the deep stuff um so um so i called out jalen turner just because he's ranked 10 and his last fight was brad riddell i think i could beat brad nine out of ten times i Mm -hmm. unfortunately dropped the ball that night and i felt like he was just sitting in my position and so uh it wasn't like i literally i had to watch jalen turner's fights after i called him out like i haven't seen him uh since he fought brad um and then a couple weeks later like so like you know january 4th i think it was i got asked if i could fight dan hooker uh march 4th and i was like uh i'm interested but my hands were injured uh after the bobby green fight i couldn't start sparring until february 1st and so i'm like that's just running the close i was like what five weeks four weeks of training like i can't spar so i was like i'll fight him in april but i can't fight him in march and so jalen turner took the dan hooker fight and then Dan Hooker got injured. And then Jalen Turner said, Drew Dober, where are you at? And I wanted to be like, hey, if March 4th was an option, I would have been fighting Dan Hooker. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. and if that was the case, would you have taken it for three weeks notice? Oh. But um, yeah, for me, it's like, I- I'm sure we'll fight eventually, but three weeks notice is just not for me. Who do you Especially think wins this fight? Who do you think wins this? <sighs> I think Gamera. You know, I'm leaning that way too. How do you think he gets it done, though? Just wrestling, or what? I mean, yeah, Turner yeah. carries his chin real I think Gamera can win a fight without throwing a punch. You think? I so? think, um, yeah, I think he's gonna. I mean, with with the long legs and the, him being like a little flat footed, like I could be surprised. Who knows? But uh, Gamera can snatch up that single leg, take him down, and then just showcase his black belt jujitsu. I don't know. That's how I feel. I think he should have uh, took took the fight with me in April. Mm, man. 
That's interesting. I've been on Gamrot. I think I'm, I'm, I think I might load up now that you're saying that too. You, you may have swayed me here. I'm just worried about like if Turner tags him from range and then he try, he's like tries that sloppy single and like Turner's got those long arms, man. I hate for him to catch something in a transition or, you know, a sloppy takedown. Yeah. And, and like, I'll be honest. I think that would be more ideal for me. Like, let's just say Gamrot takes a horrible take uh, a shot and gets kneed in the mouth and knocked out. And now Turner's on like a six fight winning streak. And now I can like say his name again and then yeah. fight him like higher up in the rankings. Like that would be ideal for me, but um, I don't think so. It's going to happen that way. So, all right. So it, you're fighting in front of a crowd in April. If, Given the let's just assume Turner wins if he does, because I'm just going to try to build hype somewhere where there is since you guys got a little bit of the chatter. Can you like do a Chael Sonnen and grab the microphone and be like, Jalen Turner, you absolutely suck, like he did for Anderson Silva? Can we do that? I would love to, but then people's response would be like, Who? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cause that was kind of the response I got. I was like, Yeah, I mean. Like when you're on the mic in front of an audience, like you say right. Connor, right? Right. You yeah. scream it into the mic like Chandler, and that's why he's a coach. You know? But if I said, like, you know, I want to fight Armon, people are gonna be like, cool. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You could say Poirier. I mean, that might be the only other one. I think yeah. Poirier is just it belt or bust at this point. I don't think he's fighting anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, like literally, my only thought, like, I think the only like matchup that like would make sense was Jorge Masvidal, but they're teammates. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know what Poirier is doing. Just maybe waiting. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe after my next knockout, Poirier would be interested. Let me ask you this: So, whenever you fight somebody and you beat them, especially when you knock them out, I know, I know that you're, I mean, you're a true martial artist in the sense of the way you carry yourself. Um, are you happy to see former opponents win, like we saw Alexander Hernandez win? This, oh, uh, yeah. This past week? Oh, yeah. Happy to see that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was I was very excited for um, um, Alexander this uh, last weekend. It was definitely much needed, and yeah. plus, I mean, selfishly, it makes me look good when you know past opponents do better. Right. But uh, yeah, like I would like I love seeing my opponents do uh, you know, great things after fighting. Do you and him bump into each other? I mean, he's out in Colorado now, is he not? Yeah, actually, uh, me and my manager has a joke. The fact that I always try to talk to Alexander Hernandez, and my manager is like, Drew, not everyone wants to be your friend. Believe well, him he, doesn't like, he doesn't want to be your friend? I mean, we've talked before. Like, he actually asked me um, if it would make sense if he dropped down to 45. And i like, yeah, 55 is easy. Give it a shot. But, uh, yeah, we've talked every once in a while. But he also trains at Factory X, which is a kind of a rival gym of Team Elevation. So. Right. Mm, got like golden retriever energy going on here, man. I just want to be your friend. I want to beat you up. I want to be your friend. You have no idea how true that statement is. My like my best friend in high school used to always call me the golden retriever. Like this is who I am. Like, <laughs> why is that like, our fighting nickname? is fun, and I want to have so many friends. Well, like, dude, why is that not our? Why is that not the nickname? Let dude, let the nothing golden retriever. Nothing strikes fear in the heart of an opponent like a golden retriever. Like that. <laughs> You'd be annoying as hell. <laughs> no, not, I have a golden retriever. I, I she's my she's my best bud. How's that shedding though, dude? I have two Roombas, and they basically just take turns running. So yeah, that's painful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nichols says he wants to know where to send hit the ten percent. Oh, you can just write that check and send it to uh, high altitude martial arts. Where's the Venmo? You know what I mean? Send it to the cash app. Oh, I could send you the Venmo, <laughs> but Venmo also has that commenting feature where, oh, like, yeah. you can see what people pay for. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't That's know. Weird. Yeah, I um, 
my my daughter rides horses and we you know we we pay the her instructor via venmo and she's been riding she's had the same instructor for a long time now i consistently every month put stuff like drug money you know just all kinds of stuff you know rabbit's feet I'll just i put it like the weirdest thing just in in the event that if somebody were to ever audit it, they'd have to be like, what is, what is he talking about? Seven pounds of chicken noodle soup. Like they, yeah. I just put whatever I want there. So it's good. That's one of my favorite things to do with my wife. Cause we'll just like exchange money through like Venmo for some reason. And I say the most inappropriate things over mm. Venmo. And I was like, yeah, I hope somebody finds this. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I do. And you can steal this, this is a veteran husband move. Um, do you guys make like grocery lists and then, yeah, you know, okay. So, so somebody will be like at the store and be like, Hey, can you send me a picture of the grocery list? Right. I always add in there like an item, like, like boob picture or, oh, yeah. or I'll draw, I'll draw like a little, I'll draw like a little dick in the corner, like just something, just, just like on the edge of the picture so that she can't see it when she's just looking at it in the text message. But when she expands it, it's like, bam, right there. So. It's a veteran. I usually just add like an obscene item, like right in the middle of the list. Yes. So you don't see it at first until you go down the list yes. and you're like a box of nails. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which that was PG. I yeah. don't, I put, I put, I know, you, I know you weren't putting nails. I know. It's, it's again, <laughs> gold retriever energy. I understand, man. I'll, I'll tone it down a little bit. I'll tone it down. Um, all right. So we're fighting in April. You won't tell me who. That's great. Uh, it'll get broken by, you know, whatever, like, you know, whatever spitting chiclets or big Marcel or some nonsense like that. That's fine. That's fine. But we know it's in April. We know it's in a live in front of a crowd. So it can only be a couple different spots. Um, okay, dude, I'm just, honestly, I'm just glad to have you back on. I know yeah. um, anytime we get to just sit down and, and chit chat for a second. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple more things. Um, I know obviously with, with baby number one on the way, you and the wife are, you know, learning more about each other, but also with the impending existential dread of becoming a dad as a thing. I know self-development is big for you. What have you been reading lately? What have you been doing to better you? Um, a couple of things. It kind of started in like in camp with Bobby Green. Okay. Uh, my coach kind of asked me after the fight. He's like, you came in with with different energy in the gym. Like you came in, you like you always seem to have like a positive attitude, which I typically do, but when it gets to the grind time, sometimes I don't. But like I came in with some some good energy. And the coach was like, What what what's that all about? And like I had to answer true, which is I'm about to be a dad. And so it it no longer matters how tired you are, how hungry you are, how fatigued you are, that mm-hmm. like you got a job to do. You know, it's like I'm no longer feeding myself. This isn't about the comfort of me, it's about the comfort of others now. And like, yeah. that was kind of like the most profound thing where it was like 7am workout without food. Let's do it. Like, I, I know what I got to get done. So sure. that was the big thing. So then when the fight was over, now it's uh, my, one of my favorite uh, like Buddhist proverbs is uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Okay. So I'm about to be a dad and, sh- and stuff's going to, you know, uh, get pretty hectic and, you know, it's going to get pretty exhausting and I, I can't begin to predict, but I definitely know from stories, but you can you cannot pour from an empty cup. So as of right now, me and my wife are working on our us as individuals and us together, right? Because at the end of the day, like we gotta be able to give to our child, you know. Right. Um, and the only way to give is you gotta be able to work on yourself as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I know that I know the dad thing is something you know that is it's a it's a touchy spot, and it, you and I have a have a lot in common in that area. Is there is there something you identified? And I'll use myself as an example first. Um, whenever I found out I was going to be a dad, I like sat down and was like, "There's a lot of things I'm going to do." Um, based on the fact that I know, I know what I, what it was like for me, you know, um, as a kid in this spot, um, is there, is, is that a, is that a conversation you've had for with yourself? Like, this is what you, this is what a, being a dad means to me. And this is, these are things that I'm, I'm, I are unwavering convictions and commitments. Have you had that talk? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, so I'm about to share some knowledge though. So, yeah. Um, yeah do it. but, uh, so I didn't, I didn't know my dad. Right. So, uh, so we're in a, a position where I'm about to be a person that I've never seen, right? you know? And like, I've always been drawn to like superheroes or action films. Like, you know, there's like men that like illustrated, but like yeah. not, not an actual person to look up to. Yeah. So now it's just one of those things where I'm thinking like, I'm going to have to be the father that I've never seen before. And what does that going to take? What does that even mean? You know? Yeah. And like each kind of breaking down as far as like making promises, being attentive and like patience is like the biggest thing that I was kind of like worried about. It's like, yeah. if I can just show patience, anything else is going to be easy, you know? Right. And then we had the gender reveal and I'm having a girl. Yeah. Man. And uh, man, I made a post about it where it's, you got to teach a, a boy how to be a man, but you got to show the girl what a man looks like. Yeah. And uh, man, I saw this video and it was just like, if you don't tell her you love her and show her attention and listen to her, someone else will. Yeah. And I went, yeah. Oh man. So like, that's kind of like what I'm just preparing myself for, which is that the patience and attentiveness for this little girl, you know? Right. Yeah. And if I can add to that too, you, you should model the type of love she should seek. You should model that with your wife. You know, I want my daughters to seek out a man that loves them the way I love on my wife, you know? So we mm -hmm. dance, we do the dancing in the kitchen. We are silly with each other. We do all, you know, I mean, that's because I want, I, you know, I eventually one day want them to have that and Lord willing, they will. Um, my dad was, you know, I knew who my dad was, but him and my mom split. He lived across the country. So I only saw him for two weeks on, in the summertime. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we have a lot in that regard, but my thing was, and I'm going to send you a video later on. Um, cause I wanted to talk about the, about the Taekwondo thing is I, I committed to, I'm never going to miss a game. I'm never going to miss any, any event because my mom worked two, three jobs, do whatever she could. And she made it to the ones she could, she couldn't, but it was always, I remember as a kid looking over and seeing moms and dads like there with their kids, you know, good games, you know, all that stuff afterwards. And I, as a kid, you write that off as it doesn't sting that bad. But as an adult, you look back on it, and you're like, man, that shit hurt. Like that was, that was no bueno. So uh, right, right. I made that, that was my commitment. I was like, I'm not missing anything. So, um, and I haven't. So. Yeah. No, I mean that, and I think it's like the, with the, 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 the cup, uh, innuendo, it's, um, you know, you got to show the love to the wife so that way you can give love too. Yep. But, uh, one of my, my favorite memories, and this is so like dismissive, but man, I was sitting in Barnes and Nobles once when I first moved out to Colorado and I saw this, this dad just listening to his girl, tell mm -hmm. him all about the book with the big red elephant. You know, it's like such a meaningless book, but right. he had his hands down, phone not in sight, eyes connected, and right. just listening about this red elephant. Right. And I'm like, that moment right there, now that daughter knows that she can talk to her uh, father. And right. like, that's going to be significant. And that's that's something I hope to do. Yeah, man. 
Uh, well, be intentional. That's my, you know, unsolicited dad advice. Be intentional. Be intentional with your time. Be intentional with your words. And here's the thing. 90% of the time, you're going to feel like you're messing up. You're probably not. But you're always, I mean, dude, we're all just trying to figure it out. I mean, literally. You might even be messing up, but uh, children yeah. are durable. They are durable. They're <laughs> malleable. You can mold them however you want. And if you break them, they can put, you know, you can try to put them back together again. But they are they're awesome, resilient little creatures, man. So, uh, so, so get after it. Um, Taekwondo. My son is doing Taekwondo. He's been doing it for about a year now. And he had a tournament this weekend and got two first place medals. And, oh yeah. So I'll send you the Sparring video. Sparring and forms? Uh, no. So they did, um, he didn't do forms, but he, it was board breaking and, they did like this speed kick competition where they put all the yellow belts against each other and they like had to they had to do these kicks and like whoever kicked the most, you know, within a minute or oh, whatever. Nice. Yeah. So he just literally, dude, he's like, he's like Tong Po and blood. He's like, blah, 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 blah. he's going at it. <laughs> so it's good. I'll send it to you, man. It's a it's a trip. So I was I was proud dad moment, man. Nice. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, I I think I think like a lot of kids should get into just martial arts. You know, whether I mean whether it's like a traditional or like a a, a modern, it's like martial arts is able to teach you so much that I feel like team sports can. Right. Yeah, he's he's really he's really taken to it. Um, after his first practice, he was like, "I want to be a black belt," and I was like, "Okay." I said, "It's gonna take a while." Are you okay with that? And he was like, "Yeah, I want to be a black belt." And then like, I'll just do like periodic check-ins with him I'm like how you doing you still like it and he's like i'm gonna be a black belt i was like all right man let's get all after right. it so yeah it's good stuff all right um as always you're super generous with your time i'm gonna cut you loose so you can go down and check on the wife post pregnancy yoga um give her my best please and uh as always if you need anything just let me know and then once the fight inevitably gets announced by you know somebody else that's not me uh let's <laughs> let's sit let's sit down and chat for a couple minutes before you you, you go collect uh number four in a row if you don't mind absolutely as All soon right. as i forward that article that announces it you let me know what tuesday you want sounds, sounds good man sounds good um right. it's good to see you again man seriously every time it's always a pleasure and I'll, thank, I'll talk to you soon thank you so much you enjoy your night we'll see you buddy golden retriever energy i need it radiated on me mm -mm 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 -mm. i say it all the time i'll say it again man drew's one of if not the best people in the sport i just come on you sit down hang out chop it up a little bit talk about life it's it's, it's what's up i mean what are we gonna do here all right so for those of you who are later to the game um Doing this show right now, in about 20 minutes, I will be hopping over on the Addicted to Combat YouTube channel to break down 285, UFC 285, in length with Patrick. I'm going to run through money lines here. Then I'm going to go blow chunks in the... in the. Whew, if I don't do it here, I'm going to go blow chunks in the bathroom. And then I'm going to hop over on Patrick's channel. Uh, I got my seasick bracelet on, if those of you who did not pick that up, because I am going through the motions right now. Um, this is my MJ flu game, if you will. I don't, uh, my youngest one has a stomach bug and sure enough, daddy snuggles, um, please daddy snuggle me because I don't feel good. I did that and now I have it too. 
So um, it has been Zofran City in my house. Um, dude, you can put me around an adult with leprosy, like kingdom of heaven. I could kiss the hand and I don't get it. But dude, you put me around a little kid with a stomach bug and my whole insides become my outsides. So whew, let's run through some money lines real quick. And then we'll hop over on Patrick's channel and we will go in depth. Uh, I will then be out of pocket until March 11th for UFC 286. I will be back here for that. Uh, and then Patrick will be on for that show. So um, I have given up internet and social media for Lent. So these this these commitments had already existed prior to that commitment. Um, so that's why there's, there's this gap. And then after that, I will not see you guys again until after Easter. Um, so hopefully Drew is fighting in the latter half of April because otherwise it'll be, uh, a after the fight interview instead of a pre-fight and after fight. Okay. Let's run through these real quick. Producer Jake, if you don't mind, uh, we will keep it in punchless fashion. We'll start with the first fight on the main card, Bo Nickel versus Jamie Pickett. I mean, if you want to play these these odds, go ahead. Bo Nickel minus 2,000. I mean, sure. Let her rip, Tater Chip. Um, I won't touch that. I won't touch that. Inside the distance is nice, though. Um, nickel by sub. Nickel by sub is probably where I would land there. Or sub TKO. Still going to be super chalky, but much more palatable. Think about it as a stock market play. All right, Matush Cam Gamrot versus Jalen Turner. I have been back and forth on this fight. I was on Gamrot, then I was on Turner. Drew says Gamrot. I'm inclined to believe him, but Gamrot really kind of shit the bed last time out. It's really going to be hard for me to bet on him here. I think Turner is probably the better value play here. Um, if you're looking at money line antics, um, I think that's probably a good way to go. I don't see this fight going to decision, surprisingly enough. So I think Turner... Uh, can either get can get knocked out um, or Matush is going to get subbed, which would be absolutely wild. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, right now, just a strong lean on Turner money line, just based on the value play of that. Jeff Neal taking on Shavkat Rachmanov. Shavkat at sixteen and zero. Jeff Neal at fifteen and four. Jeff Neal killed me in twenty twenty two, as you guys are all well aware. Um, I think he is obviously a very live dog here against Shavkat. Shavkat. Um, Shavkat's got all the hype. It's baked into the line. It's not playable at that. I don't think he'd I'd be surprised if he finishes Jeff. Um, if you're on him, I think it's probably by sub. Uh, but Jeff Neal is worth consideration at plus 375 just based off of quality of wins and skill set. He does crack, man. And we just, you know, here's the thing. I'm just going to say this. And, you know, popular, unpopular, whatever. Shavkat is not tested. He's really not. Win over Alex Oliveira. That that, that has not stood up well at all. Uh, Michelle Prezeris, again, does not hold up well. Carlston Harris, not good at all. Only quality win is over Neil Magny. Now, did he do that? Did he dispatch him with relative ease? Yes, he absolutely did. But he's relatively untested, so do not get it confused that Shavkat is like, I know it's, it's the popular meme that he's the future. I get it. 
Um, and he's a dead animal hat Caucasus Mountain Warrior. I mean, he is the symbolism of the Caucasus Mountain Warrior. Go to my merch store, link in my bio. You can buy a Caucasus Mountain Warrior t-shirt. Um, yeah, I that is who this is modeled after. And, you know, I won't, I, I, I very rarely go against the Caucasus Mountain folks. I'm not going to do it here. I'm just saying out loud so you can hear somebody say it that Jeff Neal is worth consideration here because Shavkot's not tested. Um, so... Yeah, I yeah, this is good. I like this, Adam. This is a fair take. Adam says Turner looks like the real deal, but he also beat Malarkey in a disinterested Riddell. So I might lay off that one. That's a great way to put that. Disinterested. I like that. Um, hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Austin says I need to get another one. Mine is fading. Yeah, I, I you know, unfortunately, Austin with the. With the uh, the dissolution of the Allegiance high quality manufacturing uh, thing that we had going on, this print on demand stuff, you know, it, it is what it is, man. You get a couple, you, you get a few washes out of it, and then it, it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. The plus side is though, I mean, I if you can call it that for you, is that I have the price set about as low as it'll abs- it will let me go on um, spring. It really won't let me set it any lower because I'm without i mean i make a little bit of money i think every t-shirt that sells i get two dollars and fifty cents or something like that like i've got the profit margin set to damn near nothing so uh, i just needed to host the site okay um let's see here valentina shevchenko taking on alexa grasso obviously shevchenko getting ready to defend her belt for what the eighth ninth time um there will be three Mexican champions this year. I've already said it before. It's the year of Mexico. Um, last year was the year of the Nigerian. This is the year of Mexico. We have Yair Rodriguez. Um, we've got Brandon Moreno. And it's either going to be Grosso or Cejudo is going to win. I think that Cejudo is the more likely option at beating uh, Sterling. But, you know, things are weird, man. Uh, almost losing can do something to a fighter like Valentina. It can it can suddenly turn her human, or it could make her, you know, evolve into the next evolution of of chaos and become an absolute killer. Um, but there will be three Mexican champions this year. Women's science, why not? Why not have a women's science plus five hundred smacker? Um, double says thanks for the Sakai play. Was exactly what you said. Terrible fight, and I wish I bet double the amount I did. So, I mean, thank you um, for saying that. And also, yes, I, I knew it was, I don't want to say I knew it was going to be like, but that's how I'm just, that's how I capped that from the very beginning. It was like, this seems so easily a, a, a fade on Dontel Mays. I'm going to be really mad that I don't unload on Sakai here. It's going to be so one-way action. And then I'm like, it's heavyweights. Sakai has been losing like crazy. I don't know. Let's go medium. And then I ended up regretting it. So, um I think the Santos fight woke Valentina up. That very well may be the case. Again, the, that that brush with mortality can do something to a fighter. Um, so we we will see here. Okay, co- or the main event of the evening: Cyril Gone versus John Jones. John Jones is the favorite, and like rightfully so, minus one fifty eight. Gone in a plus one thirty eight. A million different questions, right? The layoff, the size, the speed. Can he handle all of that? Right. Um, but if Francis Ngannou can wrestle Cyril gone to death, why on earth would we ever doubt that John Jones isn't going to come out and do the exact same thing? 
I, I, th I think this fight goes three ways. Here, here are my options, A, B, and C. Option A, John Jones comes out and fights a stereotypical John Jones tactical affair that's heavy on the wrestling. Clinch, drag downs. Option two, John Jones realizes that people that are naturally born heavyweight with that level of bone and muscle density are a different kind of breed. And once the leg kicks start landing, things get really dicey. Um, and we see a TKO as a result of a slow chop down by Cyril Gone. Or option C, we get Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou. We get John Jones versus Rashad Evans. And we get a glorified sparring slash light shadow boxing. At which point, we get a John Jones decision win where 75% of the crowd says uh, that Cyril Gaon won the fight. Those are the three options that are going to play out here. How I see the fight going. Um, when the fight was first announced, when it was when when it was very announced oh so many moons ago, which we still have time for John Jones to screw this up somehow, but when it was announced oh so many moons ago, uh, the line was considerably better on Mr. John Jones, and uh, it was right around a pick'em. I locked it in over on Bet DSI at minus one hundred five, um, and for those of you that keep track of my units, that was a five unit play at the minus 105 um torn on this main event keep thinking that gone was so concerned with the overhand right from francis that the takedowns were easy maybe but he also couldn't get back up so that's my problem not how we got there but the fact that you had no option to get back up that was frustrating like it's one thing to find yourself in a bad spot. It's something else entirely to not rectify the situation, which he did not do. All right. Uh, crunch time here. We're going to run through these real quick. Ratsabov taking on uh, Esteban Ribovics. Going to be... You seeing that, Jake? Cool. I'm not... I don't know who either one of these guys are. I'm not playing it either. doesn't matter. Farad Basharat taking on Damon Blackshear. Blackshear 12-4. and Basharat at 9-0. and Damon Blackshear is a liver dog at plus 350 than Jeff Neal is against Shavkat. Damon Blackshear can absolutely win this fight and should be at, at absolutely. This will be, this is a, the Basharat play. Listen to me. The Basharat play is one where people are going to throw it on parlays, one, two and three leg parlays, thinking that it's a safe minus 450 to start the night. And Damon Blackshear is going to fuck up your parlay. Play him or stay away from this. I'm telling you, he's a submission threat. He's got good wrestling. He's super strong. He's very fast. Basharat has not fight, fought anybody his caliber. This this is a much lot. He's getting love because of his brother. And when we see when we see brothers in the UFC, what happens? Only one of them elevates to being really good. Look at the Tamer brothers. Yeah. Look at the Miller brothers. Look at the Swanson brothers. It happens. It happens. They just they 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 it look. I know you guys told look at the fucking Dawkins brothers, right? Um, and we'll see what happens with the Bonfim brothers. They're probably the most, the Bonfim brothers probably have the best option of being double, you know, double good guys. But even then, I think the tall, skinny one has a better, has a higher ceiling than the little fat one. All right. Um, 
Demond Blackshear is live. Um, okay. Jessica Panay, Tabitha Ricci, women's science. Um, plus 250 on Jessica Panay. Tabitha Ricci, minus 300. You guys have already said this. I've already told you this before. I'm going to say it one more time. One more time. Jessica Panay is a single lady with a bunch of big dogs in her house. Let your imagination go where you will with that. It's weird. Um, women's science, though. Mana Martinez, Cameron Simon. Uh, so I think Mana Martinez is a live dog here. The line on Simon is, is just brutal. Minus 300 is not where this needs to be. Mana Martinez is much better than that. Um, I hate when I start loving this many underdogs, but th dude, there's going to be some people that are very upset come Saturday. There's going to be a lot of money lost. All right. Um, Ian Machado, Gary taking on Kanan song. Uh, I think the story behind it, but it's weird to me that Ian Gary took his wife's last name. Um, very strange to me. Uh, big beta energy there. Unless there's some sort of like heartfelt grandpa story. Oh, I got to go, Jake. Are you telling me to cut it off? Oh, okay. Jake's in the background doing this. Like doing the, like the throw. I know, I know I got to cut because I got to get going. Um, let's see here. John went two for nine in takedowns against Reyes and gone. And isn't gone just a bigger, better Reyes. Hmm. That's a good. Way. That's an interesting way to put that. definitely better than Reyes. He's definitely bigger than him. We do like going skill for skill, calling him Reyes. Is that what we're doing? Like we, we feel like they contain a similar skill set. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, Ian Gary inside the distance. Sorry. Julian Marquez taking on Mark Andre Barrio. Barrio is my play here. I'm um, um, dude. I don't, I know it's minus 150, whatever. I really wish this was reversed the other way. I would love to get Barrio plus money or even a better line than minus 150 here. But I think I think he knocks out Julian Marquez. Um so I think I remember it being something like Gary's wife has a kid from another father. Oh man. And he wanted to make them feel like a big family. As a person who has a stepdad, it would be weird if my stepdad decided he wanted my last name. Like, I feel like your heart's in the right place. Like, I feel like that's the, I feel like the heart was in the right place, but I don't know if that's the execution on it. Carrying around another man's last name just so your son feels, I don't know, man. I don't know about that one. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but you, I don't, you're not going to catch me doing that. You're not going to catch me doing that. That's weird. So now some other dude is living his life out there with Ian Gary having his name with his name attached to a professional athlete at that. And so not hold on a second here. There's birds that do this in the wild, right? Where they go into a they go into a nest and they push out one of the eggs from the other one. And they leave their egg there, and then they convince the bird to raise the, the the chick that hatches. That's what this is. This dude went and got Ian Gary's wife pregnant. Well, I mean, they weren't married at the time, but literally dropped a kid off in her, 
She's taking care of it and convinces this dude to come in and take care of his offspring and then carry his name still. And not only that, you're you're carrying the name. Man, that's inception. That dude's got game. That's that's inception right there. Um so okay. Interesting. Hmm. And yes, this is a bird podcast, by the way. This is a bird podcast, for those of you who don't know. This is very much a bird podcast. Okay. Um, Vivian Arajal taking on Amanda Hibas. I'm on Arajal here, even though even though this is probably going to end flipped. We're going to lock in Arajal at the plus money and get that women's science going after it. Um, Cody Garbrandt, Trevin Jones. Uh, Trevin Jones, please, for all my money. Even though Trevin Jones is older than he looks, Cody Garbrandt is a perennial fade until he wins a fight. And then Derek Brunson versus Drickus Duplessis. I have bet against Drickus Duplessis every single time he has fought in the UFC, and I have lost every single time. I will bet on Drickus Duplessis this time, so that means you should unload on Derek Brunson. You are welcome for your free plus 195 money. Okay, I got to run. I got two minutes, then I got to be over on Patrick's show, Addicted to Combat. YouTube, go to Addicted to Combat. You will see me talk about this ad nauseum. I'm going to go throw up, and then I'll see you over there. Be good to each other, guys. Like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. I love you, and goodbye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.